This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, the Bodacious Bracket Tournament returns, this time with a 4th of July twist. So grab some popcorn and an icy cold drink, because we're about to debate eight different 1980s and 90s baseball movies, but only one can win. Will it be your favorite? Stay tuned to find out. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch pad. It's the time blast. Time blast. Of the toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out the official Toycast YouTube channel at Time Blaster Toycast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster Toy Line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734-494-2292. The following toy cast is a Time Blaster Toy Cast Bodacious Bracket Tournament Special Edition scheduled with a 60 minute time limit. In this episode, we will be selecting 80s and 90s baseball movies, and they will be paired off into random matchups where a discussion will commence to crown a victor. Eight movies enter, only one will be determined as the bodaciously, bombastically best baseball movie. And now for your hosts, they're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare figures with actions. Everyone loves a good underdog story, especially these two, but what they love more might be a good trip to the ballpark hot dog story. They are the reigning, defending, Toycast Tag Team Champions of the World at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys, Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toycast. All right, boys, it's 4th of, 4th of July week. Yeah. And it's time for the Time Blaster Toycast Bodacious Bracket Tournament, TBT, BBT for short, and we're talking baseball movies. Yeah. Y'all ready for this? I'm still recovering from that summer party we had. <laughs> Drank a lot of Fago. You know, you know in, in hindsight- it Feels like, like I, it was only minutes ago. <laughs> I mean, like Scottie Pippen and, and uh, you know, Chester there, S.D. Jones, these guys were physically fit. Yeah. And they were just—they were just ashamed of us. They were. <laughs> they were absolutely ashamed of. Us. They never tried that soda, Fago. But I mean, it brought me back to being a child and drinking Fago all summer long. For sure, I lived off Fago. Yeah, and, and I mean, think about being a child and in the '80s, in the '90s, in the summertime. What was playing on the TV and in theaters nonstop? Baseball movies, right? Oh yeah. We had the yeah. idea, you know, at Christmas we did the Christmas movies, so we're thinking. What kind of movies can we talk about for the Fourth of July and for summertime? And it always comes back to baseball. I mean, it I feel makes like sense. There was a new. There were five new baseball movies every year, right? Right. Felt Absolutely. that way. Yeah. America's pastime. You know, for the America's holiday today, being July third when this podcast drops tomorrow, Independence Day here mm. in the United States. So, <clears throat> baseball is as Americana as it gets. Yeah. That's what we're talking about here today. And guys, we're in July. Summer is here. <laughs> it is like here, here. It is hot. You guys had a nice little trip. You guys had good Father's Days, mm-hmm. ringing in the summer. It's a beautiful, beautiful time. Um, and, yeah, I mean, thinking about baseball, going to the ballpark, good fun stories. That might be a whole podcast in the future where we could just talk about. Yeah, old Tiger you know, Stadium. Yeah, yeah old, the bleachers at Tiger Stadium. <laughs> watching baseball on TV as a kid, like, we had, of course, the local Tiger broadcast, whether it had been, like, Channel 50 or... Passports, 
But we also always got Cubs games. Passports. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah, passports. We're going back for that one. We always had Cubs games oh, on yeah. WGN Cubs games, and Braves yeah. games on TBS. Always oh, yeah. had the Braves. 605, baby. Chipper Jones, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of baseball watching, but nothing was like going to the movies in the summer and watching a nice little baseball movie. It was not. Are we Boys, are we Are we ready? I, I think we're about ready to get into yeah. the bracket set. I'm like in the middle of putting it together. That's why I was I was trying to give you a little bit of time here. Oh, I appreciate you. I'm, uh, I'm buying I, you some time talking about it, but but we'll, we'll just stay on the movie thing. So, do you guys ever go to the movie theater and watch a baseball movie, or was this all like home video rentals? This was probably mostly home video or what was playing on TV. That's a good question. There's a couple movies on this list that I feel like I might have saw, maybe, but I would say ninety percent definitely mm-hmm. watching. Put it, you know, the VHS tape in the VCR, fire yeah. it up. And then some of these movies I know I didn't see till I was in a teenager or a young adult. Well, there was one baseball movie I saw in the theater, but it did not make this list. Oh, no. Freddie Prince Jr.'s Summer Catch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came out in 2001. Just yeah, missed just this list. Missed the just cut. missed the cut. Just yeah, there missed is it. More modern day baseball movies I think I've seen in theaters, but there are definitely two on this list I saw in the theater. Um, that we'll we'll get into and and I can mention then, but that was like a part of the summer too. Is you you catch, catch a rainy day in the summer, movie theater day, right? And you're gonna go and you're gonna get your popcorn and sit back. And if, if a baseball movie was out, it felt like one was dropping every year. It was a nice little summer flick. Well, let's be honest. In 2001, catch. I wasn't going to see Summer Catch for the baseball. I was going to see Jessica Biel <laughs> in Summer Catch. <laughs> was this a date, Joe? I Probably, yeah. Nice. Good. Probably. Good, good, good. All right. I've got the bracket filled out. Yeah. All right. Appreciate you. So are we ready, guys? We've got I'm eight ready. baseball movies eight baseball to discuss. Movies. So the opening match in the opening round mm-hmm. of the Time Blaster Toy Cast Bodacious Bracket Tournament, TBT, BBT for short. Angels in the Outfield. Ooh. Classic Disney's movie. One I saw in the yeah. Doing the motion. Doing right the, here. just about doing to do it. it. Angels yeah. in the Outfield going one-on-one with another big hitter, Field of Dreams. Ooh. Costner. Angels in the Danny Outfield Glover. versus Tony Danza. I'll tell you right now, Field of Dreams, guys, I'm not sure I've ever seen it. Wow. That's such a shame. I feel so sad. I should, maybe I should, <laughs> you should watch is it. Is the idea of Field of Dreams like someone passes away and there's like a ghost or something like that? It's, it revolves yeah, around. Very ghost. Well, that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm getting at. Kevin ghost Costner's space movies, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And Angels in the Outfield are literal angels. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd's in it. So I mean, I'm, I'm already leaning one way, yeah. guys. But, um, yeah, I mean, the thing with Field of Dreams is uh, a really cool story behind that is they built, you know, if, if you build it, they will come. James yeah. Earl Jones. Kind of voice, and it's all like the legendary baseball players. They're going to come play the game in, in basically a farmer's field in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Costner, you know, builds this stadium in a cornfield in Iowa, and all these legendary ghosts of baseball, like pass. literal baseball players, yeah. ghosts, yes. yeah, like yes. real ones, not yeah. fictitious players, no real no. players. Yeah, oh, and then okay. they they show up and they play this. This yeah. game, mm. and it's a beautiful game. It's a beautiful movie. <laughs> it saves this farm, and they, they actually did Saves build. his farm? How? Yeah. Does he sell tickets well, to I mean, this game? They were going to lose the farm because of financial reasons or whatever, mm. and so they said if you build it, they'll come, and people lined up and paid to watch this game. Oh, people paid to watch the game. Yeah, the, the movie ends with like just cars lined up for oh, miles wow. coming and to the farm. Yeah, people coming to play baseball. And the really yeah. cool thing is now Major League Baseball in the last like three or four years, they do a game at that stadium. They do. Um, and it was really cool the first year. They didn't think it was the White Sox and the Yankees. And the players 
entered through the corn through the just corn like field. they do in yeah. the movie. So you got like seven foot tall Aaron Judge walking through these corn <laughs> yeah. stalks and he looks like a child out there. And like the stadium's full of fans are there and you can't see anybody and Costner is the first one through. It's a really cool like if you YouTube it, mm-hmm. Google it, like to see them take this movie from I think it was eighty nine, I believe. It was when Field of Dreams came out. Yeah. Um and here it was probably two thousand nineteen, maybe twenty twenty. Uh, it was around the pandemic before. I can't remember what year it was. Anyway, but they, Google it, watch the video. It's it's it'll get you some goose pimples there. It's, it does. It's really breathtaking to see how they took a movie and they took it to real life and they made it a thing. So wow. really really cool to see that. But anyways, on that side you got the Ghost of Baseball Past and a drama. Yeah. And on Angels in the Outfield you have a comedy. You got those funny angels. It's great, in the side. right? Disney. So the so the idea is. That- the little kid, um, I don't know his name. Is Joseph movie. Gordon-Levitt? Right. Doesn't he like? He wants his family to get back together, and his dad's like, yeah. You know, when the angels win the pennant, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Th- saying, you know, like when pigs fly, like right, right. The angels are no good. They're not going to win the pennant, right? So he's saying this to his son, and then the kid wishes that the angels win the pennant, and somehow an angel grants his wish, and literal angels appear in the outfield and help the Lloyd. players play. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd shows up and. I love Angels in the Outfield. Watched it's good. it many times, and I know it's going to be controversial, possibly, but I'm voting for Angels in the Outfield, mm-hmm. baby. So let me know where you guys are at. <clears throat> I mean, I'm going to Field of Dreams. Uh, it's not only probably my favorite baseball movie, but it's one of my favorite movies. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, it's probably in my top 20 favorite movies of all time. Uh, a lot of great memories. It was one of my dad's favorite movies, mm-hmm. and so a lot of memories of watching that with him. And uh, yeah, I'm going to Field of Dreams. Okay. Dave, it's up to you. Love Field of Dreams. <laughs> I feel like I know where this is Love going. Love Field of Dreams, but uh, I think I'm going to go with Angels in the Outfield. Are you really? I, you guys are the worst. I've seen. <laughs> After all that so discussion, at, you just, all yeah, the facts you threw. Put it over. So yeah, Angels in the Outfield. I saw that movie a lot as a kid. My, I think a lot of great memories with watching it. Talked about my van trips to the UP and to Alabama. That was a staple to get thrown in. My favorite part of Angels in the Outfield is when the guy's coming up to hit. I don't think he's ever hit a home run in his career. And then the he always sticks his tongue out, though. And then like the angel comes up. And he's like up there. He's his baddest dance. He sticks his tongue out. The angel sticks his tongue out. Mm-hmm. And he smashes a homer. Every time playing baseball as a little kid, I would do the tongue stick out in homage to <laughs> Angels Hoping in the for Outfield. That angel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Angels in the Outfield has advanced, and I will call that probably an upset. That's a big upset. So what's Angel in the Outfield Angels in the Outfield going against guys? We got two I love both these movies, but one of these, whoo, baby. Little Big League. Yep. You guys remember this? I yeah. do. Uh probably what, 90 94 also. Okay. Little Big League going one on one with Major League. Ooh. I mean this does, is kind. Of, this is kind of so like Field of Dreams versus uh, Angels of the Outfield. Does it get any bigger? We got to break them down, just like we you know <laughs> in these movie tournaments. We got to break them down first because this isn't a thirty-two man. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be out of time here in twenty if we just go with our gut. Well, Little Big League and Rookie of the Year. I feel like both those movies probably came out in the same year or maybe one year apart. One year apart, and they both kind of have a similar idea, but they're different. Where it's like a kid in the major leagues, Rookie of the Year. He's a player in this scenario, Little Big League. This kid inherits the Minnesota Twins. His grandpa was the yeah. owner. He passes away. He gives the kid the ownership of the Twins. And the first you know, thing he does as owner is he makes himself the manager of the Twins, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So you've got this, what, probably 12-year-old kid in the big leagues managing the team. Fun movie. Great movie. One I remember watching a lot. 
The idea of being a child in the 90s and being in charge of a major league baseball team, pretty yeah, cool, right? It would be very cool. Very, the other thing that was really cool about the little big league is they had like the big unit. Randy Johnson had a cameo in there. Yeah, there were legit players in there. Yeah, and Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, you're like, oh my God. Randy Johnson and Ken Griffey Jr. are in this movie. I'm going to see it. It felt... Yeah, because doesn't the doesn't the movie culminate in a Twins versus Mariners game? I believe so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, oh, Lou Collins, the first baseman there. <laughs> oh, Luke, I forgot about <laughs> Lou Collins. He was with the, you know, the kid's mom. Every one of these baseball movies, the kid's mom is always, always. attracted to one of the, like, I mean, yeah. some aging, <laughs> aging infielder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first baseman. Have, you know, and it, it's, it's a fun movie, and it, it's... I like Little Big League a lot. Like I do really like Little Big League. Um, so we give it it's, it's just due. Major League. Um, it's Major League. Major it's a, League. It's the, the synopsis for that is is you have a bunch of ragtag, you know, Major League players or minor league players that are all getting put on the Cleveland Indians who in the 80s were absolutely terrible. Right. Yep. Their owner wanted to move the team, sell the team. She wanted to move them to Miami. And so she, she was yep. assembling the worst team possible to ensure that yep. they they don't win any games. Right. She hi- and she's got all these ragtag and misfits. Mm-hmm. The land of the misfits. They're, you know, and on paper, they look like the worst team um, possibly assembled ever. Right. And then they, they, they have a nice little story to come together, and, yeah. and they play baseball. Yeah. S- you know, wild, man, or wild thing Rick Vaughn's in prison when this movie starts, <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. You know, they got to get him out to, get him, to have him pitch. Yeah. Um, the Pinnacle League. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable movie. Major League is one that I've watched a million times. I will if it's on TV. Oh, you can't change the channel. You cannot change yeah. the channel. I'm You're going to you watch that. it. Yeah. So Little Big League is, you know, you know who it, I forgot was in Little Big League until just now was my favorite player at one point as a little kid was Mickey Tettleton. Oh, Mickey the, Tettleton. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tettleton. Kid with the Tigers and he's up there and Yeah. He's got the big chaw on his mouth. Yeah, Tettleton ain't, Tettleton ain't saving it, baby. Major no, league I is mean, major league is getting the vote, right? Yeah, major league. Yeah, I'm going with Charlie Sheen and the Indians, baby. Yeah, major, major league, league has advanced, and it'll be going major on league is one-on-one with Angels in the outfield incredible. in a minute. All right, so we got the first two figured out, guys. Are you ready for the next match? Let's do it. It's a movie that I already mentioned a minute ago, very similar to Little Big League. We've got Rookie of the Year. I'm guessing 93? 93. Rookie of the Year yeah. going one-on-one with um, another movie I have not seen, so you're going to have to educate me. Okay. Bull Durham. Oh, Bull Durham. Oh, wow. Good Rookie Costners. of the Year versus Bull Ooh, Durham. This didn't make the cut, I wonder. <laughs> this what didn't make the cut? This is quite right. the matchup. We had about, for, for those of you at home, we had, I mean, there was like 40 baseball movies in the 80s and 90s, maybe, right. maybe more. We trimmed it down to about 12 mm-hmm. of the most popular, and... Um, I think there were seven. All three of us had seen multiple times, and yeah. then there was a few stragglers out there. Um, so Bull Durham is a little bit of a surprise getting in here against yeah, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, the one that didn't make the cut we can talk about once this first round's over. Okay. But yeah, Rookie of the Year versus Bull Durham. Educate me on Bull Durham, Dave. So Bull Durham, the Durham Bulls, a AAA ball club. Um, you know, they've just got a couple players, uh, Tim Robbins and Kevin Costner. So part of the Costner baseball trilogy, if you will. But the minor league team, guys trying to make it to the majors. Uh, Tim Robbins is a pitcher. I'm trying to remember his name. I believe this came out in 1988. Um, God, what was his name? His nickname was Nuke in the movie. But it I don't, was Nuke. I don't remember what it was, the... It was uh, Lelouch or Lelouch was his Lelouch. last name. And I can't remember his first name. But anyways, old Nuke. Um, 
He's pitching, and it's kind of like a rom-com sports movie is the best way to put it. Um, and then Costner was the catcher, and I believe Cost. Oh boy, Costner was Crash. Yeah, Crash Davis. And he was with a different team, and then he ended up going to the the the, the Durham Bulls. He becomes a partner. He's the catcher for for Tim Robbins' character. There's Susan Sarandon's running around as like the love interest. I think she was with with Nuke originally, yeah. and then she falls in love with with Costner and Crash. There as the movie mm. goes along, typical story there. But, I mean, it um, is Kevin Costner, y'all. I mean, <laughs> come on now. Um, but yeah, I mean, the two of them, fun movie. I mean, Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon have been a couple forever, and this is you know. The, the kind of the start of their relationship. Bull Durham to thank for it, huh? Yeah, and, and it's just a good baseball movie. The baseball and it's solid, and it, I like that it focuses on like the minor leagues and guys trying to make it to the majors. Yeah. Um, instead of it being a story about a major league baseball team. Right. So Bull Durham's got a lot going for it. Great you know movie. What, you know what it doesn't have? Gary Busey. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it doesn't have uh, Rowan Gartner. Is that his last yeah. his name? Yeah. Uh, Rookie of the Year, man. Great, great movie. So mm-hmm. the idea of this movie is just a little kid, no, you know, not exceptionally good at any sort of sport, right? He's just playing right. baseball or catch with his buddies or some kids in a playground. Slips on a baseball, jacks up his arm, breaks yep. his arm. He's mm-hmm. got his arm in this cast, right? Mm-hmm. For months and months and months. He goes to the doctor. They take the cast off. Uh, they're doing like a reflex test. He ends up slapping the doctor in the face, right? And that's where the coin, uh, the phrase "funky butt loving" was coined. That's right. It's from that scene where he slaps the doctor in the face, finds out the tendons in his arm are all jacked up. He now has the ability to throw a really fast fastball. Heck yeah! And he gets scouted by the Cubs, and he ends up <laughs> becoming a major league player. Yeah, isn't it? Because he's like at a game and he throws the ball. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's mm-hmm. in the. He catches like a um, a home run, and the you know. From the opposing team, and they say throw it back. He so he's in back. the stands, and he throws a fastball from the stands to the catcher. Yeah, frozen rope from yeah. Henry Rowan Gardner. That's mm-hmm. the name, Henry Rowan yeah. Gardner, Rookie of the yeah. Year. It's the American Pie kid. Oh, he's he an American Pie. Yeah, he yeah. did grow up to be an American Pie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rookie of the Year gets Tom my vote. Sky, I think his name rookie is. of the Year Could gets my wrong. vote. Guys. What about Gary Busey, guys? He's in that movie. He's wonderful. Daniel Stern. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Daniel, Daniel Stern. Great in that movie he's the, too. He's the comedic, goofy relief pitcher. A lot of themes: goofy, crazy, weird pitchers. Uh, the nice thing that both these movies have in common because uh, Tim Robbins' character was he was like known for having the big power arm, power arm pitcher, but he had it was a terrible or not. I shouldn't say terrible. He was dumb. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So Henry Rowan Gardner, great, powerful arm, but he's a twelve year old kid. He yeah, he don't know what's going on. Savvy. Yeah. But um, I mean, this one's tough. Because not like, for me. Because like, <laughs> not rookie, tough for me. Oh, then go ahead. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. Look, I love Gary Busey, <laughs> but it's Kevin Costner all the way, man. <laughs> Bull Durham. No wow. way. Rookie of the year. Bull Durham is a better film than Rookie Dude, of the funky Year. Funky butt loving, man. I'm with I look, Joe. I, I on love that. Rookie of the Year, but it's not a better film. It, yeah, Bull Durham's a much better movie. Um, the baseball's better. Um, yeah, it's more realistic. I mean, rookie of the year though is more memorable mm-hmm. uh, True. of the two, and especially especially the, as a kid going off the podcast. It's like Angels Now Field and Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams is a better movie. Bull Durham is a better movie. I have better memories with Angels in the Outfield. I don't have better memories of rookie of the year because I didn't like rookie of the year. Oh. I'm going Bull Durham as well. Wow, Kevin, rookie. get some Bull redemption Dur- here. <laughs> Bull Durham has advanced. <laughs> I mean, rookie it, of the years it, got kicked out. The thing with rookie of the year is it just was 
I mean, it was great for like kids who probably weren't big baseball fans. It gives kids something to relate to as, wow, you could actually play in the majors. Come on, guys. It wasn't kid. realistic that a 12-year-old could slip on a ball and become a big league pitcher. Look, I it can happen. <laughs> I, know, I know our fans are hating Joe and I right now. They are lit. It's all right. Rookie of the year if being Boulder out the first round. Boulder wins this tournament. Look, our fans should already be mad that Field of Dreams got knocked out in the first <laughs> round. Okay. And people are livid about Rookie of the Year being out in the first I round. I can't even picture what the Bull Durham poster looks like, so I'll have to Google it later. I mean, it's older. It's 88, I believe. It's I the believe oldest right. movie probably on this list. Oh, yeah. okay. Hey, guys. If you like playing trivia, you'll want to check out the podcast No Chit Chat Trivia. Every episode jumps immediately into the trivia fun, asking 10 questions on a unique topic. With over 100 episodes already released and three new episodes arriving each and every week, be sure to follow the show so you never miss an episode. No Chit Chat Trivia is available wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and is great for road trips, killing time in line, or family gatherings. No Chit Chat Trivia, the trivia podcast with less talk and more trivia. All right, last match in the opening round, and then we uh, will step away for a moment. So. Two big dogs. Yeah. Two 90s movies, two huge, huge baseball movies that I'm sure we've all seen many times over. The Sandlot mm. going one-on-one with a league of their own. What a powerhouse match. This is tough. Oh, because, this could be the finals. Man, man. Any other match, you'd be like Sandlot, hands down. But, yeah. man, this one, I don't know. So, I guess let's break them down real quick. You guys, you guys, one of you guys want to do the Sandlot? Or I can, I can start with the League of Their Own. Sure. League of Their Own. Um, so this movie takes place in the 1940s, focused on the all-women's baseball league, essentially, while the men are out fighting the war. Mm-hmm. Um, they recruit the women that can play baseball. Stars Gina Davis, Lori Petty, uh, Rosie O'Donnell, Madonna, um, Tom Hanks. All-star cast. All-star cast. And it's focused on women playing baseball. There's four teams. Uh, you know, the Rockford Peaches, the Racine, oh boy, I'm mm. doing all this off memory, I can't remember the name. The Racine Bells, maybe? That sounds right. Um, I can't remember the other two off the top of my head now that I went there. Anyhow, Women Baseball League, it's trying to get pub, the attendance is down, it's just a good story. John Lovett's character is great in it. Um, but yeah, I believe this was 92, if memory serves me right, mm-hmm. I should double check that. Uh, one of the movies I saw in the theaters, um, and I did. Yeah, not. you know, I think League of the Own is one I also saw in the movie. It was theater. one where like my mom wanted. It was like a baseball movie my mom wanted to go see. Yeah, right, right. So we went, we watched it, and I remember not really wanting. I'm like, girls don't play baseball; they play softball. Right. Yeah. And walking out and be like, that movie was awesome. Yeah, like, great movie. Like even as a nine year old boy, I loved it. Uh-huh. Um, and then you know, and then the Sandlot was was my childhood. So Absolutely. want to break that Yeah, down. I mean, I, what is a synopsis of The it's, Sandlot? A kid moves to a new neighborhood makes and friends, develops friendship yeah. with uh, eight other kids. So with you know, with him being there, they complete the team of nine and they yeah. just practice playing baseball and the shenanigans they get into over the summer. There's a fence with the beast, the, the beast. giant dog over there, <laughs> right. their ball, their, the Babe Ruth their baby signed Ruth ball. signed <laughs> baseball, makes it on the side of the fence with the beast and they have to retrieve it and all the hijinks that ensues. Right. Unbelievable movie, phrases that are uttered to this day by me and everyone I know. Bacon like a toasted right. cheeser. S'more or what? S'more or what? Yeah, you know what I mean? Forever. Right. It's the Sandlot. Is unbelievable uh, as a League of Their Own is, and I just watched it in the last month. Yeah. Um, I love the movie. Josephine started playing, uh, well, she played baseball last year, but really getting into baseball. So I'm like, sh- we showed her a League of Their Own because she never saw it before. Great movie. Yeah. But nothing compares to The Sandlot, to the boys eating the chaw and getting on that <laughs> amusement ride and vomiting everywhere. 
My vote is the Sandlot, baby. It's got to be. Look, that kid had balls to kiss the lifeguard. I'm going Sandlot, baby. <laughs> Wendy Peppercorn. Peppercorn all the way. Yeah, I was going League of Their Own, so Sandlot moves on. Um, both great movies. Both Can't great. Can't go wrong. Benny Absolutely. the Jet makes it to the Dodgers. It's a good little feel-good story at the end there. Yeah. Uh, one thing with League of Their Own is it got rebooted, I guess. It's like an Amazon series. Oh, really? I think, really? Yeah, it... it I think season two is coming out this summer. Like, oh, I didn't even know characters? it was a thing. No, no, I, I don't know if it's the same character. I honestly, I haven't watched it, but it, it's it's new. It's yeah, within the last like obviously year because I think season two is coming out this summer for hmm. a league of their own, and it's a Amazon series. I think it was eight episode, eight or ten episode. Mm-hmm. Um, um, arc. I forgot the actresses in it. One of them's well known amongst the current generation. But okay, not on our eighties, nineties podcast here. Right. Yeah. So what was the movie that got cut? I think I know. Go ahead. What do you think? I think it's Major League Two <laughs> was probably the heavy hitter that got cut. Major League Two got cut. Yeah. Because it did. You know, Major League got picked. I thought, you know what? Next year, we're going to want to do this again. We got to save some. We can't some. put both Major Leagues on one right, bracket. Right, right, right. There's too much, you know what I mean? Yeah, very, very tough. Yeah, save your Jack Parkman jokes for, <laughs> for next year. Yeah, all right, I was I was ready for some Jack Parkman. <laughs> I know you were, but um, it drives the women wild. Shimmy, <laughs> gotta love that shimmy. Um, do we have any preliminary or undercard bouts? We do. I, all right. I have two. One one's a question. The other one is just going to be a little discussion. So, what do you want to do first? You want to do the question or the discussion? Uh, I'll let Joe pick. Let's do the question. Easy. Okay. All right. Take me out to the ball game. Yes. Classic song. You yeah. hear it every time you're at a ball game. Every time. And in that song, you are asking to be bought something. Yeah. Peanuts or Cracker Jacks? <laughs> what do you want? Just pick. I mean, they're both. Del- Look, the peanuts hit different at the ballpark, right? <laughs> they really do. But give me the Cracker Jack. I mean, aren't there peanuts in Cracker Jack? There is, yes. So you're you voted Cracker Jack. I'm voting that Cracker fast? Jack Dang. that fast. Look, you're already getting your peanuts in it, so you don't even <laughs> got to pick peanuts. <laughs> when yeah. uh, so we were at a game in the last, geez, two weeks, mem- last holiday, whatever yeah. Memorial Day what uh, was the last. We just had a holiday, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, One, we just had a holiday. We went to the ball game, and that song's playing, and on the screen are the words. And Josephine's standing next to me, and she sees it, and she goes, what's Cracker Jack? Oh, what? no. We failed her. <laughs> because, and I'm like, I had to, de- I'm like describing what it is, but it's like Cracker, like who buys or eats Cracker Jack nowadays? You and, don't, unless you're at the ballpark. And even at the ballpark, where is it? You know what I mean? That's, like, you see the peanut, the peanut guys everywhere. Well, There's yeah. no one around selling Slinging Cracker boxes Jack. Of Cracker Jack. So this new generation growing up. I don't even know what Cracker Jack is. I mean, you can still get Cracker Jacks. I know, like the dollar store. Yeah. I'll tell you, I haven't had Jack. Cracker Jack in a long time, and my vote, baby, is peanuts. Wow. Give me the peanuts. Give me a, I just want a brown bag. Paper bag. Filled <laughs> with loose nuts <laughs> that I buy from a guy on the way into the ballpark for a dollar. Oh, so yeah. Bust the yep, shell yep. on, get the peanut <laughs> shells everywhere. Yep. 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 Like it's Texas Roadhouse in here. Peanuts <laughs> everywhere. Uh, this is tough because... I mean, both are fine. I'm not a huge fan of of either, especially like plain salted peanuts. I mean, they'll get you through. Cracker Jack. I I like caramel popcorn, but I don't really care for Cracker Jacks. Okay. For some reason. Mm -hmm. But um, I have my vote, and it's because 
one of these things you get a little prize with, and the other you don't. <laughs> That's true. In that prizes, prizes being generous. In that it's like lo- a sticker, little piece in, of crap. In that Cracker Jack box, you get a prize, and you don't get a prize with with peanuts. So Cracker Jack's get my Cracker vote. Jack has got the vote. These Can two, I get the hot dog instead? These two old men I'm podcasting with with the love of Cracker Jack. I've definitively clear. I'm a roasted almonds guy at the ballpark. The oh, man. the roasted almonds. Give me those almonds. Love them. They're so good. You can but... smell them a mile away. Oh, yeah. And that's what gets you. You're third <laughs> inning in, and you're like, I got to cave and get the almonds. <laughs> I want those candy-coated almonds. Yeah. Those yeah. are delicious. So good. <laughs> All right, guys. Cracker Jacks. Set them aside. We're on to the second <laughs> round. Four movies left, and it's going to be hard because we've got angels in the outfield yep. going one-on-one with major league. Tough. This Maybe is not tough. not too tough. It's still like we glossed over Major League. Major League. Oh, I mean, I mean, film. Great we glossed cast. over it because we know we're going to be talking about it quite a bit. Right. Sure. It's, it's one of those things. It, it's, I mean, I've I talked about my memories of Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, Tony Danza's funny. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd's funny. Danny Glover's funny. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. JP. Blah. JP steals scenes. <laughs> However, they don't hold a candle. To Willie Mays Hayes, right, starring Wesley Snipes. They don't hold a candle to Rick Wildthing, Vaughn as Charlie Sheen, Tom Berenger as Jake Taylor, Jake yep. Taylor, <sighs> Jake Taylor, and Lou Brown <laughs> is better than JP at Sealand Scenes. Skip Lou Brown, yeah, give me Lou Major Brown's League. great. Yeah, mm-hmm. Major League is un- yeah. unbelievable. Pedro Serrano, Joe Ooh. Boo, Joe Boo, me. Harris, the religious <laughs> junk ball pitcher. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know what more can be said about me. I mean, it sounds like a clean sweep to me. Yeah, I mean, Major League is gonna who it might get my vote till the end of all times. It's an unbelievable movie. Yeah. Angels in the Outfield. Before we don't have an opportunity to talk about it again, is one of those movies. Um, you know, in the last year, because the kids are playing baseball, you know, we're watching baseball movies and like, yeah. man, we got to watch Angels in the Outfield. You cannot watch this movie anywhere. Anywhere. It's not on Disney Plus? Nope. It's not on Disney Plus. You can't stream it. You can't watch it on YouTube. You cannot buy it. You can't buy it on Amazon. It is nowhere. Why? It's like it got written from existence. And I did a Google search because I'm like, why can't I watch Angels in the Outfield? Like, Some conflicting studio or something? And it's all uh, tied to rights. Like ESPN yeah. has rights. I guess ESPN streaming airs it a lot. And because they do, you can't. It's not on Disney Plus. Like, you can go on YouTube right now, type in Angels in the Outfield, mm-hmm. full movie, and there will be, like, 40 things, three hours long, and you click on every one, and it's, it's not, not, and it's nothing. And they all have thousands of views, and everyone's comments are, why can't I watch Angels in the Outfield? How can I watch Angels in the Outfield? Make man, That's, your only way to watch this movie is to go find old VHS and fire up the well, VCR. Well, if it's an ESPN Plus, then... I think it is in ESPN. Well, that's Plus. what happens when you have multiple movie studios that come yeah. together to make a film. Like Disney distributed it, but obviously they don't yeah, own blew the my rights mind. to stream if you it. Type Angels in the Outfield into Google. The yeah. first result will be why isn't it on Disney that's Plus? Crazy. Well, which is weird because if you've got Hulu and Disney, you should have ESPN Plus too. Yeah, all three like kind of come together. Yeah, they have a bundle. I don't have the bundle. I just have Hulu. Yeah, same. I don't. I just Hulu have Disney only. Plus. So no angels in the outfield for me. Yeah. Then let me yeah. get that login, Dave. All right. So major league. <laughs> so major league has advanced. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it has to. Uh, I feel like there was a scene in major uh, in angels the outfield I did want to touch on, and I forgot what it was. When we talked about it the first time. I thought about it after, and I don't recall what it was this time around. But yeah, my Something. all my memories are very kind of faint because I haven't seen it in forever. It's been forever. I, not because I don't want to. I just can't. You yeah. know what I mean. 
All right, so Major League has advanced to the finals. What's it going against, guys? Is it your beloved Bull Durham, which I will Google what the poster looks like in a second. <laughs> it's Coster and Sarandon. Going one-on-one with the Sandlot. I mean, as much as Joe and I hyped up Bull Durham. It's, it's going to be tough to beat the Sandlot. It's tough, yeah, I mean, the Sandlot just did better memories as a kid. Yeah. And, like, Bull Durham is it's probably a movie where, like, adult eyes have have changed my thought on it. Yeah, you're right. But, like... I mean, the Sandlot was, that was what we did as kids. Yeah. Like, that was me and my friends. Yeah. And I think that's what every boy can yeah. relate to. You can relate Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. Yeah. And this poster, guys, you take this baseball bat out of Homeboy's hand. It could and be it any Rob a baseball Cobb. movie. This <laughs> is Kevin Costner. But look at Kevin. He's so majestic. <laughs> S- standing on the hood, or kneeling on the hood of a car with Susan Sarandon over his shoulder. He's got a... Cracked open bot is that a bottle of beer? I don't even probably. Yeah, you take that bat. I cover that bat. That's anything. It's that... just a Kevin Costner movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've never seen that. All right, Sandlot. Yeah, come on. It's got it. Yeah. Scotty Smalls. It's Sandlot. Scotty Smalls with that crazy hat at the start with the brim that's like fifty feet long. Yeah. that old fishing hat. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Great, excellent movie. Like you said, Benny the Jet makes it to the big leagues. He does. He's near the end of his career. He's on third base, right? Yeah. And Scotty Smalls is the commentator, up, the in commentator. The, up in the stands. You know what I mean? And he's in a pickle. Mm-hmm. And it's just a flashback to him trying to retrieve that ball yeah. from the beast, right? Yep. And he makes it home, and then him and Scotty Smalls do the, do they do the, the thumbs yep. up. And then the movie, what's that called? <laughs> or the thing... The oh, circle, yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever the hell. I don't know. Yeah. Close, I, the, the, the close out, whatever. The old, the old classic. It's like a spotlight kind of. End a movie. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Sandlot, right? You yeah. Yes. yeah. Major League versus Sandlot. But we still love you, Kevin Costa. I'm uh, <laughs> making sure that's on the record. I got to make sure that's in there. Still, still yeah, love Major League Kevin versus Costa. Sandlot is going to be really, really hard to decide between. So, I need a minute. I need to take my mind off this yeah. for a second. Um, this is not a question. This is just an exercise in us uh, talking about things real okay. quick. So many, many podcasts ago on a Q&A episode, we talked about an optimal basketball team of TMNT action figures. Yes. Okay. Well, this is a baseball podcast. Ooh. And I thought you need nine people on wow. a baseball team. Oh, man. So why don't we figure it out right now? Yeah. Between the three of us, let's come up with a lineup. Of nine TMNT action figures to fill out a baseball team. This let's, is <laughs> let's do it. Just let's go position by position. First of all, where do we want Grand Slam and Raphael? I mean, what position does Grand Slam and Raphael? I'd say he's a right fielder. You think he's in the in the outfield? Well, he's yeah. a power hitter. So yeah, Sammy Sosa, very bound okay. outfielders. I was thinking first base, but okay, yeah, we can put him. I don't know what he's, I was thinking for is him. He, I would think you need a big man at first base. Sure. Like, There's a lot well, of big men we can choose. Well, he's got a giant shell, but yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I'll, no, we can go outfield, yeah. We're going to put him in the outfield? I'd put, him in, outfield. In, I'd put him in right field. Okay. Yeah. All right, so he's, he's in like right, right field. Right field. So Raph, right. we've got nine positions, so why don't we figure out what four TMNT are going to be? Um, we'll do four TMNT, what, what, and then we'll go from there. Before, what's uh, Grand Slam Raph, like, what type of hitter? Is he a righty or a lefty hitter? Like when he's I think he's pose? a righty. Yeah, I think he's a righty. Then we should probably put him in the left field. Then he probably throws right-handed. Okay. That's true. That's what you're here for, Dave. Good strategy. That, that is a good strategy. All right, so that's Raphael. What about Mikey? Which Mikey do we want on our team, and what position are we going to put him in? Hmm. Can you think of a good one? There's the uh, skateboard Mikey's kind of, you know, he's he's kind of ready for playing sports, right? I mean, yeah. He's definitely wearing the right attire. What about Shell Slam and Michelangelo, the pro wrestler? Would he be good <laughs> on our baseball team? No, I don't. I don't I'm, I'm trying to think of... 
any of them with like like a, a pizza thrower would probably be a good pitcher. <laughs> oh, we could put a pizza toss and figure at, at yeah at the pitching position. That's could be, true. Could be really good. Okay, which which pizza toss and turtle do we want to be our pitcher? You know, pitchers like we've talked about these movies. There's always it's always the oddball guy who's mm-hmm. a pitcher. There's always a, yeah, a little eccentric. Yeah, Michelangelo feels to me more like a pitcher than totally than, than like the others. <laughs> I can totally like see Donnie that. Donnie would be more of like a catcher because the catcher's supposed to be like the smartest player on a team, and then your leader is usually shortstop. Right, right. Okay, so we got it. This team's coming together. We got Pizza Toss and Mike at, is going to pitch, right? Well, I we feel get, like we got to pick a Donnie as catcher then. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So Donnie's going to catch. Pizza Toss and Mikey's throws. Which Donnie do we think would be ideal in that spot? There's that weightlifting Donatello. There is he's, weightlifting he's, Donnie. He's, he's very athletic. <laughs> he's probably got a good power arm. You know, Conversely, he's got to throw out those people trying to steal. Conversely, yeah. your guest last week, Spike and Volley Don. Him too. You know what I mean? He's, he's ready. To he's play already got the hat and everything. <laughs> Maybe we go with him. He's got he's got a fanny pack. Spike and Volley Don. Yeah. What are we thinking? Spike and Volley. I was trying to think outside the box of like. The other sweet Donatello. What about undercover Don in a trench coat? Would we want him to catch? That might be too restricting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, you definitely need to need to you know loose. But no, I I think we just probably go with either the weightlifter or the spike and volley. Like Uh, the reason I was leaning weightlifter is because weightlifters really strong legs, right? You got to have a strong base. I mean, you're squatting the whole game, so it'd be ideal for catching, right? Yeah. I mean, like he's in that he's his legs are built for this job. So I I think I'm leaning the weightlifting. Powerlifting Don is going to catch Pizza Toss and Mikey's pitches. I'm with you on that. All right, so then we just need Leo. Where where do we want Leo to play and what position? Or yeah, what position and what figure? Um, with him being a leader and having good reflexes. Where's Roth Short, at? Shortstop, right? Yeah, shortstop's usually the leader of the the team. Like, short, you know, shortstop's usually your leader. All right. And then left field is Raf. You know, maybe center field would be another like leader position, but Derek Jeter, shortstop. Shortstop. I'm thinking Ozzie Leo. Smith, yeah. Shortstop. All right, so Leo shortstop. Leo shortstop. Yeah. Is a track and field Leo the best athlete oh, yeah. of the bunch? Def- it would have to be track and field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't yeah, need to be a good hitter. Throwing a shot. I mean, Oz, he's Ozzie Smith it. is a Hall of Famer, and he was like a 220 hitter. I mean, he, I mean that's probably exaggerated, but like he was known for being wildly athletic. Unbelievable fielding shortstop, yeah, and a great leader of his team. That's Leo. That's, that's Leo right there. Leo. All right, so track and field Leo at short. All right, so we've got the four TMNT. We got five spots left. I mean, yeah, let's go in the outfield. Right? Let's just assume Master Splinter is the skipper for sure. He's Absolutely. Lou Brown. He's yeah. the Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> let's do. Let's have it be movie star Splinter too with the flocked feel. I, I think that. I think that's. I think that's who we wanted the dugout. That's picture Splinter coming out, cussing so, it. So <laughs> first base is probably going to be the next easiest one to fill because you're going to find a big, big boy to be. Got to have base. a big boy. Okay, so now that we have the TMNT out of the way, do we want to keep it all baby face or can we open I'd it say, up to the world? I say we open it up. Okay. So he, who's he, the going to need a little edgy? Guy. We he want needs, someone at first base that's going to scare the opposition. But he's got a Cecil Fielder. You know he's got to I mean? have a good stretch, too, though. You okay. know what I mean? He's got to be able to get that arm out there. Who I, mean, I, was thinking, I was thinking old Dr. Al, but... Is he going to be able to to get all those throws that are, you no, know what I mean? No, no, no. Is he going to be able to range. make the splits and make the catch? <laughs> right. That's a good call. I think Dr. L might be good in the DH position. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like maybe a bebop or a rock steady. Yeah. If we're, trying, well, if we're be, opening yeah. it up to the world of like villains. Yeah. 
I got an idea. What about mm. Antrax? This dude has four arms. I mean, that's not bad. Where's the position for a guy with four arms? Where would you want him at? Second base. Would Actually, be good. he'd probably be good at. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say he'd be good base. at like, he Second base. Get he, all turns, those. he can turn the double yeah. play. The ball can get thrown. I mean, all right. You know, he, Antrax is at second, second base, base for sure. So back to first base. We got to figure this out. Oh, man. This is really important stuff, guys. We need a solid player. Just sir. First base is so important. What about Sergeant Bananas? Is he. Uh, is he a little bit of a wild card? He could. He could be. Uh, he could be a good one. Yeah. I always. Le- you I, guys are more of the turtle experts than me. I'm trying to remember back through our our podcast history. So the double play ball, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's ideally it's shortstop to second to first. Yes. Yeah. I was trying to think of like a dynamic duo for second and first, like a bebop rock steady, where they've got that familiarity that they can that'd turn a lot of double your, plays. Yeah, that'd be more of your Whitaker Trammellish. Because yeah. right now we got Leo and, and Antrax, but Leo could bump over to third. Let's do that. Let's bump Leo to third. Okay. And then let's stick. Uh, what are we thinking? What do we want that shortstop, second base, first to be? I think it should be bebop rock steady and Antrax in some sort of formation. What and makes then the at most that sense? point, you'd probably put Antrax at short. I think that's ideal. Yeah, because he's got he's, oh, he can put grab Rocksteady at second and Bebop at first. I don't know if I don't know if Rocksteady or Bebop would be good second baseman. Rocksteady's pretty svelte. I mean, he's Jacked brother, but he's not as big yeah, and as imposing. Okay. You know what we'll I mean? We'll go with him at second then. Yeah. So that's which it. one? Ah, uh, good question. <laughs> which one? Mighty Bebop. Dude, let's go robotic. Yeah, robotic, robotic Rocksteady, and robotic <laughs> Bebop. Okay. Okay. So yeah. we've got that. All infields done. Catchers yes. done. Pitchers done. We just need two outfielders and we're done. Two outfielders. We, we got Roth out there. We need two more. Yep. Two more outfielders. Who we, need, we need some fast brothers. We yeah. need a fast center fielder. Yep. I'm trying to think of the Who'll fastest a, character. He's got to be able to run some so balls. Mondo Gecko's probably pretty fast. Gecko's are pretty quick. Can he skateboard cat? to the ball? Is that allowed? I don't know. King Lionheart. King Lionheart scratch the cat. He'd be oh, fast. oh, Scratch. Cats are fast. Scratch yeah. would probably be the best center fielder. Maybe we go with Scratch in okay, center. Scratch in center field. Yep. And then we need one more outfielder. Another guy who could hit the ball well. We need a good hitter. Good hitter with good athlete. Okay. Could hit Would the be, ball well. I'm trying to think. A lefty. <laughs> a lefty? A lefty. Oh, good. I feel like Leatherhead would be a lefty. Oh, he'd have a, his, um, he's so low to the ground, right? So, yeah. like, his strike zone would be real small. He'd be hard for the opposing pitcher to throw a strike on, right? He'd be so tiny. <laughs> and he'd probably be able to get a ball out there. Yeah, he'd just be running like a gator. <laughs> <laughs> let's, throw, let's throw Leatherhead out yeah. there. There we go. That's our team. We did it. We somehow came up with it. Somehow, I'm gonna try to get an image of each one of these guys and stick it on like a baseball, a baseball diamond field. thing. Now, wouldn't that be so cool? Awesome. That would Post. be cool. I'm gonna you try know what, that. Though, who might not be bad, and we completely overlooked it. It would be April. Like she might. She's human. Oh yeah, we didn't so, even think like, of April. But can she throw from the outfield? I don't know. Her and Leo might. She could pinch good. runner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. She might be a good base runner. Sure. Rooted hair for sure, though. Right? Rooted she hair, April. Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right, guys, we're here. It's the finals. Of the Time Blaster Toy Cast Bodacious Bracket Tournament, TBT, BBT for short, Major League going one-on-one with the Sandlot. What a finals. Dude, this is my number one and number two baseball movie. You know what I mean? These are the top two. This is it. If I had to pick two, these would be the two. They're both great, but mm-hmm. they could not be any more different. They're right? very different. They are different. not similar in any way. That's why it's kind of unfair to pit these together. You so, know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I where, mean, where's our heads at? You I know what know. I mean? This is tough. As a kid, though, 
like for me, would, this is really easy. Is yeah. it? Yeah, it's See, really, really it's easy not. as a kid. If I'm thinking as a kid, it's very easy. It's very, it's very you easy. You guys weren't thinking as a kid. You picked Bull Durham, the rookie of the year. <laughs> no, Kevin Costner with a Kevin bat. Costner <laughs> is the man. As, okay. not thinking as, as a, a kid, kid this doesn't, it doesn't change for me. Because yeah. like, as a six or seven-year-old child, I saw Major League and loved it. Uh-huh. As a 10, 11-year-old, I saw the Sandlot. Sandlot and loved it. Right. But to me, the Sandlot was never as good as Major League. Okay. I loved Major League more. There's no reason I should have watched it as that young of a child. Different like, times back then. But yeah, I just Major League is my favorite baseball movie of all time. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of my ten, maybe even five favorite movies of okay. all time. Like I love nice. Major League. The characters are great. It's funny. The story's great. Everything about it is great. Okay, so Dave has definitively put his flag in the ground. He's voted for Major League. Dave is a part of the Major League. So we're one-third of the way there, but, man, this is tough, guys. I don't know where my vote's going. Uh, Joe, are you leaning one way more than I'm leaning 60-40, and that 60% is leaning towards the Sandlot. I mean, there's so many childhood memories, like Dave was talking about earlier, that are tied into this film. Right. And... As much as I love Major League, I think Sandlot just it edges it out just slightly. So you guys are leaving it on my shoulders. I'm going Sandlot. Oh, oh man. that's sixty forty. Now you're you're going hundred. <laughs> that's sixty I mean, turned to hundred. It's still sixty forty, but sixty is greater than forty. <laughs> I mean, like this is tough, man. So it's up to me. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, so I'm sway me. The, I'm sway gonna, gonna try. I'm gonna take that sit. sixty back to fifty for Joe here. Oh, oh no! You're gonna try to make oh, no. him change his mind? <laughs> this has never happened. Sandlot. So Scotty Smalls gets to announce for the Dodgers, right? Yeah. He oh, we're coming at it as from an a commentating. <laughs> Bob Euchre? Look, you're right. I'm just when, a bit outside. When Marty right. has to call the game. It's one of my favorite scenes in the history of cinema. <laughs> when Bob Euchre's so drunk and he passes out, and the and Marty has to take over, and he just goes, fly ball, caught. caught. <laughs> Hilarious. Pops me every time as a kid yeah. and as an adult. And that's better than anything Sky Smalls is going to do on commentary. Look, you're right, but the Sandlot, <laughs> the Sandlot isn't about just the last couple minutes, right? It's about everything else <laughs> that happens throughout uh, the movie. Oh, geez, guys, I don't know where, I don't know where I'm going. This is so hard because these are so. Look, you really you can't go wrong either way. I know. You know, I'm trying to look at it from the pers- from every perspective. You know, from childhood to you know current adulthood. Yeah. But I'm also trying to look at it from everyone's set of eyeballs. You know what I mean? Right. Major League, as much as we love it, I don't know if it has as wide of an appeal as the Sandlot does. It's you know true. what I mean? Yep. Appeals to baseball fans. It and this sure is does. It appeals to me. Crank it, Jerry. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which still AEW has dropped the ball. That I'm putting it on the record. His... Right. To not and from day one, it's like how you have Jerry Lynn, well-known record wrestling record personality. The fans there are going to know him. Yeah. You just have cut to backstage of Jerry Lynn in the truck hitting the button, yeah. turning the knob, crank, crank it, Jerry. It could be the same one every time. Right. It could be. And boom. There's so much I love about Major League. Yeah. Um, but I think mm. I'm oh, going to vote. That damn peppercorn girl got you. <laughs> she wins every time. <laughs> I think I'm voting Sandlot. Oh, baby. I've got to vote Sandlot. Sandlot has won. Sandlot is the, the Time Blaster, Toy Cast, Bodacious Bracket Tournament, TBT, BBT, for short. Sandlot's won. Dave, 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just I love Major League, but I think I love Sandlot I, 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 just I a it. tiny, I, tiny, tiny bit. I more. get it. Mm-hmm. Our listeners are probably more. They're probably celebrating. They probably. I are. think sixty percent of them are celebrating, and forty, of, forty of them are upset. They, like, they were crying because like, but Roger dreams. Dorn's my guy. Yeah. We didn't even talk about Roger Dorn. Yeah, Clarence Burnson. It was Roger Dorn is not get enough credit. Well, here's what the a thing: character. Major League Two can be on the bracket next yes, year. I can't be. wait. Got Jack Parman, Roger. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Dust the, the young catcher, Patrick yeah. from uh, SpongeBob. Uh, yeah, or Dusty the catcher. Uh, great. Anyways, anyways. Yes. So we thought baseball this week, and we're gonna give you what we're talking about next week here in just a minute. All right, so we're back. Sandlot is one. The champ. So next week, we're keeping summer vibes going, right? That's right. Summer's here. We're thinking, what can we talk about that we haven't yet? Mm-hmm. And an idea came to mind. We're talking theme, park, memories next week. Can't wait. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch pad. It's the time blast. Time of the Toy Cast. We know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGRI in the landfill. Yeah. Three Caballeros on the move, no duck bill. Cause they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. real. Every time last guaranteed to cover that. Uh. Be kind of rewind like blockbuster back. Yeah. Got reviews, have you looking for the red flag and bigger noses than Mark Summers on the the show hand, so get your notepad, we talking about collectibles, Collectible. you're to the seal, know the value's exceptional, uh, as it can be from TV to the VHS, yeah. Power Rangers, Star Wars, yeah. He-Man, playsets, yeah. Transformers, G.I. Yeah. Joe with Deathstroke, yeah. Light Bryce with the glow, power from Nintendo. Nintendo, so many toys you will never know, never know. welcome to ToyCast, here we go. This episode of the Time Blaster Toycast was produced and hosted by Dave Harbison, Joe D'Alessandro, and me, Keith Libra. We record live to tape from my shop, Time Blaster Toys, in Westland, Michigan. This episode was mixed and edited by Joe. Our theme song is by our pal, the talented Mark Cooper. Follow us on Instagram, at Time Blaster Toys, and YouTube, at Time Blaster Toycast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for our show, you can contact us via the Time Blaster Toy Line at 734-494-2292 or via email at timeblastertoys at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone next week.